welcome to Two Boomer Women. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. I've been talking with Boomer women for almost a decade now. (laughs) Well, I guess I've been talking to Boomer women all my adult life. Uh, Reinventing myself several times along the way, though, but always focused on us, Boomer women. With this incarnation of Two Boomer Women, I'll be interviewing other women who have a message of interest for our demographic. If you want to hear about or learn about something specific, let me know and I'll find someone who understands us to talk about it. There's a contact page at twoboomerwomen.com. If you want to be a guest on Two Boomer Women, bring it on. There's an application form at the website, too. Finally, this show is all about conversation. We women know its value. We know how to do it and we must perpetuate the art form. So, let's get started with today's show. Welcome to the Two Boomer Women Podcast. I'm your host, Agnes Knowles. It's a truism that many long-term relationships end when we women are, are in our 50s and 60s. And even if the parting is the decision of the woman, it can be stressful and heart-wrenching for her. My guest today experienced an ending at the 34-year mark of her relationship. She knew her choices were play the victim or prove to herself that she could live the life she wanted. And in her own words, to live her life in technicolor. I love that. The route she took is the reason I asked her to be my guest today. She used modalities I'd never heard of, and I was curious. Perhaps you, listeners, are more tuned in than I am, but at any rate, listen in and we'll learn together. Heather Prince, welcome to the Two Boomer Women podcast. Oh, it's an honor to be here, Agnes. Thank you for inviting me. On your website, you call yourself a spiritual response consultant. Could you tell our listeners what that is, please? And Was it your response to the termination of your 34-year relationship that set you on your path? Or was spirituality, I'm just wondering if it was always part of your life and that sort of helped you survive? um, First of all, spiritual response therapy is a process that was created by Robert Detzler, who unfortunately has now passed away in the USA. And he um, discovered charts which grew and grew there's now over 30 charts and used a a crystal to douse with to link in with the client's higher consciousness which we refer to as our high self because although we're an energy in a physical body we have a higher element um, which knows everything about us not only from the current lifetime that we're in but also past lives Um, And even if people are not um, believers in past lives, the process of removing the core root of their issue still works. So that's where spiritual response therapy comes in. Um, Spiritual response therapists are also another title. I call myself a consultant because I've done all the training and I've been doing this method for well over 15 to 20 years now Uh, and it all began because I sat in a development circle because my friend's husband got diagnosed with cancer unfortunately he did pass away at the age of 34 but that was a catalyst for me to begin my journey becoming a meditation teacher and then having a problem with my third child my youngest son 
and then meeting a lady that actually practiced spiritual response clearing of the Akashic records. And then I began my training with her and the rest, as they say, is where I am now. I was going to ask you why your uh, website was called The Root Master, but I think you've partially explained that. Yeah, I was having a conversation with um, a colleague of mine who's a numerologist and we were having a coffee and um, I called myself Life Harmony Coaching. And she went, you know what, Heather, you're not exactly Life Harmony Coaching. You actually get to the root of what is the problem. She went, you know what, you're the root master. And we laughed because in England, the root master is a double decker red bus. And I thought, well, I'm not a double decker red bus, but yes, I do get to the root. So um, I spell it R-O-O-T rather than R-O-U-T-E. So yes, that's the reason. When you started to explain that, I thought you were going to say that the root master, given your spelling, was someone like Monty Don or someone. <laughs> yeah, well, Monty Don is an amazing gardener. Oh, um, yeah, I love and, him. And I, I can't con, uh, con, con say that I've got great green fingers. I do love the garden. Um, and I do compare when I'm working with clients that their mind is like a garden. And um, there are there are weeds there there is stuff there that needs to be trimmed. Um, And like we go out and we cut back our our, um, overgrown shrubs or bushes, we need to do that in our minds. We need to clear our minds and have a very tidy garden. And in fact, I've I've got a meditation particular for that that visualisation of seeing, well, what does their garden look like and what needs to be done? Hmm. I always appreciate it when, you know, you come up with an idea concept, you know, like your root master, and then you realize that, oh, my goodness, this ties in in so many different ways. And uh, it really proves itself as the the best description or best title, I guess, for for what you're doing. Oh, that's great. Now, you've mentioned meditation, and I wanted to start with meditation today because everybody does know, I think just about everybody does know what meditation is is obviously you do some guided meditations which I love I love my guided meditations tell us more about what you do and the value oh my goodness the value is incredible Um, and one lady that I worked with put it very succinctly she said no medication just meditation And I love that because I don't claim to be medically trained whatsoever. But the people that I've worked with have been able to come off with their GP's uh, support of medication that they no longer need after practicing meditation. And I always use the word practicing because if somebody wants to learn a, a, a musical instrument, you have to practice that musical instrument. Well, each one of us is an instrument and we need to practice meditation to be aware, to gain that self-awareness of our thoughts. And we've got millions of thoughts every day and predominantly we repeat those and they can be negative. So it's really important that we become self-aware and focus on things like gratitude and 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 being appreciative of what we do have rather than focusing on what we don't have 
or always wanting. So there is um, a beautiful result of, of oh, I say, the ladies that I've worked with here in, in, in the UK, they like um, a caterpillar. And then after they practice and they've been with me a while, they become a beautiful butterfly. Oh, that's great. I liked what you said too about practice, because I know for myself, I, you know, have one style of meditation for going to sleep. I have another style for stress reduction. And as in the medical field, and I, I've, I will reiterate that, yes, you are not a medical doctor, but there's different practices in that regard too. So yeah, perfect, perfect. So say it again, no, medic, is it no medication? No medication, just meditation. Oh, you should trademark that. <laughs> um, it, a lovely lady that um, I've worked with for many years who, who actually writes poetry. And she's just very succinct in, in what she gained and what the majority of people that have given me testimonials of, of the result of the continued practice. Um, and it doesn't have to be daily. If people say, do you know what, Heather, I haven't got time for all of that. It can just be once a week where they sit down for even 30 minutes and just rest and feel what they feel. A lot of people are suppressing emotion and then they wonder why they've got an itis, an inflammation, or they've got acid or they've got uh, panic attacks, or whatever it is that comes about, the body is waving and saying, hey, your, your mental state and your emotional state has now resulted with a physical issue because you're not addressing what's going on underneath. And meditation can help that enormously. I'm going to go sideways slightly here before I move on to what I wanted to ask you. But in this time of COVID, Oh my goodness, like all we hear about is our mental health and how the mental health in so many different people in different areas is suffering so greatly. And yeah, I mean, meditation has got to be. Oh, absolutely, Agnes. All I would say is that anyone that has fear lowers the immune system. And if you can shift that fear to self-responsibility of taking in the nutrients that your body needs and having your immune system at the top level, you can kick out stuff. Um, I know that the original strain was very serious and I have a friend whose daughter is a nurse in intensive care, so I know how serious that was. But the strain going around the UK now, the Omicron, I've had myself. And that was kind of like a light flu cold. So, you know, I had it a few days, kicked it out. That was it. I aim to be mindful of what I put in my body. Yeah, it's definitely a two-way street. One of the things that I find with meditation, especially during the day and perhaps going to bed at night, not so much at night from personally, but just that calming of the mind, which, you know, with COVID, you know, there's all sorts of things <laughs> to your mind just to go crazy on. So Ab ab absolutely. Um, and a great color to focus on for healing, particularly for that strain of virus is a deep blue. 
So while I was unwell, I imagined myself being enveloped in this beautiful blanket of deep blue and trusting that you you drink, you the, you know, the knowledge of taking in fluids and flushing it all out works and, and having things, Manuka honey helps and uh, B propolis tablets. That's a natural antibiotic that really should be taken as a preventative. And then if you get something, it goes quicker. It doesn't linger. Mm, I'm glad you've mentioned color because I want to get into that later on when, when we're talking. My next question is where I need to admit that I have no idea what I'm asking. You clear Akashic Records, which allows ancestral healing. Did I phrase that correctly? You did phrase that correctly. What did I just say? <laughs> so you, you've said that I do ancestral healing. So let me explain to the, to the viewers, um, the listeners, that there are seven shadows that can carry on in our DNA. So like somebody inherits the shape of their nose or the shape of their head or the color of their hair or um, even, you know, their height. All of that is in the DNA that we inherit from our ancestors. Well, alongside that, if somebody, let's, for example, use somebody that's Irish and they've had ancestors that experienced the famine in Ireland they could inherit a program called poverty. And then they might come to me as a business person and say, oh, I've only been earning so much. I would like to increase it. And whatever I'm doing, it isn't happening. And I feel that there's something in the way that I don't know what it is. And then I will look back and think, oh my God, going back, it can go back up to six to eight generations Uh, So many generations ago, a program of poverty began and it's been ignited in their DNA. You can't see it. But once it's cleared and we use some tools to clear abundance and prosperity and success, they then come back to me and say, oh, my God. I, you know, I don't know if it's because I saw you, but this has happened. They don't always connect it. Um, and it's amazing because they'll say, you know, I'm a copywriter and I had no no work. And now all of a sudden I've had three inquiries and I, I've earned the most that I earned last year. So it's amazing how it works, Agnes. OK, so- and I better and I better mention the other shadows because you did introduce me as um, somebody that works with ladies after a long-term relationship and that in that relationship they might have experienced abuse and that could even just be verbal abuse like humiliation and put downs it could be they've been betrayed um they found out that their partner um had an affair it could be that they were abandoned and the person's just walked out so things like that we can inherit from our ancestors and I've had families that say oh my god yes my grandfather left my grandmother she brought up my mum alone and then my mum had me and um, my father I don't know him he abandoned her and now I'm in a relationship and I've been um, you know abandoned or whatever so all of that it carries on through the generations and when people recognize the pattern that's when they think ah 
there's something going on here. So when it's cleared in, when I'm just a facilitator, so their higher self working with me has access to the Akashic records, which is like a matrix of everything written um, that they've experienced. And that can then be put into what we call a dead file. And not only are they cleared, but future generations are cleared. So that won't repeat. I'm finding this really interesting because some time ago, a month or two ago, I heard a woman talking about sort of the opposite direction where she was well aware of the fact that the moment she conceived her daughter, her grandchildren were also part of the lineage. Like she'd also, because her daughter was going to donate half of her genetic makeup or whatever, you know what I mean? I'm simplifying it here. But to think about it going backwards uh, is, yeah, really valuable because when you start looking at what you know about your history, yeah, I mean, you know, there, there might have been a generation, I don't know, six, eight generations ago that were um, living in a place where there were wild bears and they would have to run away from a wild bear. And somebody now says, I've got this fear of big, big furry animals. I don't know why I fear them. Um, nothing's ever happened to me in this life. And it could be ancestral shadows and indeed past lives where they were either killed or harmed by um, a large furry animal so there's there's different reasons that happen but with ladies that have been abandoned or betrayed it's really important to clear their records before they start dating again otherwise it will repeat Um, And I've worked with ladies that's had one husband that was an addict. He was a gambler. And then they had another husband and he wasn't a gambler, but he was still an addict and he was drinking. And then another husband and and the pattern kept repeating until we removed addiction. And then when she started dating again, she felt really weird because the men that she was then aligned with, weren't addicts and it felt very different but it produced a more positive result it's interesting I mean you've pinpointed something like addiction but I know at my age I I know there's lots of women who talk about oh my god I keep on attracting these losers or I keep on attracting something if we if we think of energy Agnes if we think of energy And if you think of um, each one of us is a vibrational energy, like attracts like. So a bird will attract a bird, a rabbit will attract a rabbit, a dog will attract a dog. So we as humans, we will attract in what we need to learn. So in a relationship where the woman may voice that, oh, I felt a doormat, what does she need to do? so that she raises her vibration before dating, so that that doesn't repeat again. It all starts with self. We're, we're, we're human. We're quick to blame. Oh, he was this. He was that. It's his fault. Um, and I feel like this because of him. Well, we choose how we feel, but we need to work on self. So in my method, which is a 90-day method that the members have access to for life, we start with looking at self-love. If you don't love yourself, how on earth do you expect anyone else to gaze you in your eyes and love you back? Um, Self-belief, self-esteem, self-confidence, all of the selfies have to be addressed 
before you go dating. And so many people think, ah, I don't need that. And then they go out and then second marriages have a higher divorce rate and third marriages have a higher divorce rate. So we need to start with self. Interesting you say that. Many, many, many years ago, I had a friend who, as her sixth marriage was ending, said, gee, the only common or the the most common thread on these marriages is me. Maybe I do need to look inside. So now... We are probably one of the first generations that are more open to talking about our situations. If we can't track back behaviors or situations, can those Akashic records still be cleared? Yes, yes. I have worked with people who say they do not know their biological mother or father and they were adopted and they never felt they belonged um, and they've asked me to clear their records. And the first thing I do in, in, in the first 90 minute session is we look at the negative energy between them and dad in past lives and the current life and the mum past lives and current life. And obviously, if they don't know them in the current life, then that is um, is is not necessary. But we can clear Um, some stuff we can discover what they've actually chosen on a soul level as their life challenge Um, and that's really interesting for some people because it gives them clarity so you know a, a life challenge could be a sexual relationship and sex and that's always been a challenge with them and we go back why um one lady actually had a past life where she was paid for sex And in this life, wondered why she had an issue. Um, So then that made sense to her. It could be health and fitness. It could be family life and children. It could be affection and love. There's, There's many. There's control and power life meaning and purpose there's all different um themes and challenges that we as souls choose would you like to know yours Agnes <laughs> what do we do here <laughs> am I going to delete this at the end I'm just joking but what I'll do I will link in with your high self a minute I'll just link in with your high self I'm using a crystal and so you can even do it through, through, through the airwaves um, I've, I've worked with people I've never met in Dubai, Australia, Canada, New York, India. I don't need to be with that individual because I'm just a facilitator. I just need to link in with their higher self. So let's see, what is Agnes's theme and challenge in the current lifetime? Ah, yours is control and power. So that's all about self-control and self-empowerment. So the um, key here is balance, because people that are over controlling, they are the leaders in some countries where everyone's over controlled. Um, And power is not about power over people, but it's about self empowerment. So that's um, that's your one. Is that uh, ringing a bell with you? I guess I'm I'm not 100 percent clear what I'm going to do with like how this are these traits that I have yeah it's um it's a a life theme and challenge which means your life has been about you being in control 
I think when we lose control is when we say to other people, or oh, what should I do? Or what should I wear? Or where should I live? Or asking other people, and we kind of give our power away. And this is about taking back control that this is what I want to do, and I'm going to do it. Um, and self-empowerment is also being authentic, being true to yourself. Um, and for some people in their life, that's been a challenge. And it's for their soul's growth and learning to gain that balance of being in control of their life and being self-empowered of, well, you might not want to do this, but I am. Totally random question here now. I I do love to have everything in my life organized. I've always said, yeah, I'm a Virgo. What can I say? <laughs> oh, you're a perfectionist. I, I, I'm loosening the strings as I get older. Uh, but I look back at some of my <laughs> things that I've, I've needed to control. So does this all tie together or? Yes, yes, it does. It does. Because on a soul level, we've come to at this life to learn and grow. So everyone goes, oh, what have I done to deserve what's happened to me? I've been a, I've been a good person. When no, nobody is pointing a finger and saying you're going to have a crap life. Um, we've chosen to experience heartbreak. We've chosen to experience whatever it is because we learn and grow from it. If we don't learn and grow from it, it would be repeated. So um, somebody that has been in a relationship that hasn't learned to take their, their self-empowerment, it will happen again. And until you learn, things get repeated. And it might be in business. Somebody might open a business and their lesson is it ended up in liquidation. Well, if they don't learn from what didn't work and they repeat the same pattern, it will liquid, go into liquidation again. It's that kind of thing. I'm going to have to think about this now. <laughs> okay. I'll yeah, and nothing, nothing's a negative, Agnes, and nothing is judged at all when I work with anybody. It's about you now having a conscious awareness of taking control of your life and that's okay and understanding that we've got no control over the weather over the pandemic but we have got control of what we put in our bodies what exercise we take how much water we drink and self-empowerment to 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 be truly who we wish to be without anyone saying no you can't do that if that's if you're called to do something I'll keep with myself as, as the topic of conversation here. C can this be done sort of on our own as we get wiser, perhaps? Because I'm just thinking in the last, I guess, five years, I know I've let go of a few things and I've been more focused in other areas. And you start looking back at some of the things. Something simple that comes to mind is just the fact that when my second child was born, my first child wanted to fold diapers. And, oh, of course, honey, you can do that. The minute she went to bed, I got them all out and folded them exactly perfectly. <laughs> but uh, obviously, a lot of that stuff now, and I attribute it to being the grandmother now of the wisdom that comes with age of what matters and what doesn't matter. Um, and I haven't 
prior to today uh, worked with you. Um, so, so can a, a person, I don't know, find their own way to healing, for lack of a better word? I don't know if that's the right word. By themselves? Yes. Yes. Um, if there's anything that somebody feels they wish to change, it's, um, it's a behavior. It's a habit. So if somebody isn't drinking enough water, let's say, um, and they've got into a habit of maybe having a bottle of wine with their dinner every night, they might just start with that one habit and say, do you know what? I'm going to decide to have one glass of wine and I'm going to make sure that I drink an extra litre of water. And you just do that day by day. It's just shifting habits, Agnes. So if you are a Virgo and you're a perfectionist, that's okay. Nobody's judging you that you like all your diapers or towels all folded beautifully in a stack. Nothing wrong with that. What is wrong with control is when we try to control others. You shouldn't be doing that. You should be doing this. Who are we to say what others should or shouldn't be doing unless we're asked for our opinion of mum or grandma, should I do whatever? And you could say, well, in my opinion, I feel and offer your opinion. But at the end of the day, the individual makes up their own mind. Right. And in my own defense, I have learned to just do, if someone asks, do the yay and nay column, and now you decide. <laughs> so. Yeah, ab- absolutely. You know, if somebody comes and says, oh, I really don't like my job, should I open my own business? Actually, the question's answer is within mm-hmm. them. So my role is just to get the answer from them. I'm not here to tell someone what they should or shouldn't do. And then there are a lot of um, readers out there that say, oh, this is going to happen and that's going to happen. But that's a possibility. There are many possibilities that will happen, but we have free will. So we make choices every day of what we wish our reality to be. And our reality becomes comes from our thoughts the words and the thoughts that we are saying now become our reality tomorrow okay one last question before i move on this sounds really dreadful i don't mean it the way it is uh where it sounds is it a trade secret how you could use your crystal and zone in anybody agnes no it's not it's not a rude question anybody can get a chain and a crystal And you can just say, I wish to work with high self. Show me a signal for yes. People have been doing Mm -hmm. this for years over people's pregnant bellies. Is it a girl and is it a boy? Um, And there's my yes signal. It goes backwards and forwards like a head head nod. Um, And then I'll say, high self, show me a no. And there you go. It's, um, It's like a shake of the head, no. And when the clearing is done um, on on the charts, which the listeners can't see, it it, it can go round and round and round. And then I know that it's being cleared in the Arkashic records. Okay, got it. Yeah, I couldn't see your charts down there either. So I'm thinking she's just doing that over her keyboard. So 
yeah. So the oh listeners can't see, but there are thirty oh, charts wow. that the uh, crystal will show me what number, and I will go to that chart, and I will be shown what is running. We're like a computer, and our subconscious is running programs. So, like our real computer runs programs, so do we, and you know, we could be running a self-sabotage program. So somebody that comes to me and says, I really want to lose weight and I'm not losing weight. They're running a self-sabotage program. So they're making um, Weight Watchers very, very, um, very lucrative because they've been there for years. But once we start getting to the emotions of why they're eating what they're eating, we don't even talk about the menu or what they should or shouldn't have we just get rid of the emotion that's been there that's created the void that is then filled with ice cream or pizza or crisps or something that isn't healthy in a, in a large amount very impressive okay the first comment i made when your camera came on was your fabulous room and colors you've talked about wrapping yourself in deep blue talk to us about color I mean despite what I'm wearing today because I'm so cold I do love color great gray is neutral actually actually Agnes and when I'm working with a client and we need to neutralize a situation we get from the higher knowledge that it does need some gray so you know gray is not gray is not a negative but what's happened uh, before and during the pandemic here in the UK I don't know what it's like in Canada but the um, home design has been predominantly grey sofas rugs scatter cushions people have gone grey people have gone very neutral and now we're coming out the other end I think people are embracing colour so here in the UK I know that dark blue is now popular in um, new kitchens dark green so behind me you'll see the book Vibe that I've co-authored with um, a lovely lady called Jo Baldwin-Trott who worked with people on their image of what they wore. I don't think many people consciously are aware of the colour that they choose to wear each day and how that makes them feel. And I think that in the working business world, it's been black, grey, And not many people are bringing in a bit of brightness. And I think that now people are becoming a little bit more knowledgeable of wearing something can empower them. So we're coming back to your words again, control and empowerment. So if, Agnes, you had to make a presentation, I would say to you, show your power, wear a red top or wear a red scarf, because it will make you feel. um, One of when I was working office work in business, my all time favorite suit was a red power suit. I loved it. It was skirt and blazer. And yeah, it was great. Yeah. 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 And I think, you know, with us women, we can always wear a pair of red heels. Um, And we can team it up with a red bag and a red scarf and we can just stuff up even yellow. It's a happy colour. It's a joyful colour. And in the book vibe, we've got um, 13 separate segments. So we cover art, home, my 
segment is all about the chakras, the energy centers in our body. They're like cogs within our clock and they need to be open and balanced or it will cause a misalignment and we won't have a sense of well-being. So that's all explained in the book. Um, We've got some really golden nuggets in there and uh, it is available on Amazon if anybody wants to buy Vibe. And I don't know about Canada, but it is available on Amazon and in the bookshops here. Everybody knows I come with notes (laughs) to talk to people. My very next thing was you wrote a book question mark so um and it looks beautiful I mean beautiful colors it looks like a coffee table size is it it's a coffee table size it's 12 by 12 and um the cover is by an artist an original artist in Pennsylvania USA and in fact the original artist in my chakra section is from Canada and um, she is on Instagram. There it is. This is the artist from Canada. Oh, beautiful. Um, and, that, and that is beautiful in the book. Is that and, picture on um, your website somewhere? Because it looks as though I've seen it before. Yeah, uh, we have got a website, www.vibe-book.com. Um, and that will tell everyone a little bit more we talk about color personalities that's very interesting what color personality are you and we share in the book how you discover that we talk about culture coloring culture different colors mean different things we've got some great images in the book I think we've got 56 original images in the book it's a a great book that we would love to have in spas and boutique hotels and deluxe hotel rooms where people can just dip into it, just open it up anywhere and enjoy the beauty of the images. This is all about nature. Look how amazing colour is in nature. So, yeah, it's it's a beautiful, beautiful book. And we've had contributors from all around the world that specialise in art, in um, health, in home environment body and soul personality it's just it's just wonderful and I think it makes a lovely yeah gift. no it looked beautiful on the website I was just sort of <laughs> admiring yeah thank you we, we had a lady in New Zealand who's an organic uh, farmer so we've got her oh, images wow. in food which I think are absolutely stunning color is so, interesting yeah. my son traveled in South America for a while and when he came back to Canada, he commented on how just sort of dull things were. They saw that there wasn't color, but they were more muted, perhaps, than what he saw in South America. And it really is true that in our nature here, we do have kajillion shades of green. You know, it's spotted by flowers, uh, wood tones, blue ocean tones, that sort of thing. So it's, it's always nice when you see the, the color. It, it- We've called it vibe because it raises our vibe. It raises our energy. When you're by the beach and you're looking at the the blues and the turquoises of the sea, it's beauty. It lifts you. It's it's calming. It's restful. It's zen. It's lovely. Or going into a forest and all the different shades of greens of the trees and the sunlight and the rays and the beams coming through 
it's just beautiful and all of that thing it just lifts you and that's what vibe is about that we are aiming to lift everybody not only by the beauty of the cover but by what's inside yeah it sounds like one of those amazing books you could just browse through uh, and something will twig an idea so you go searching for for it within the book and things like that yeah at the at the end at the end of each segment we we ask a question so that people can contemplate of what they've just read and it's just lovely we've got such original art here just beautiful pictures yeah it's it's just beautiful and you can just look at it and and it, it can spark a conversation if you're having a dinner party and you've got guests over and say you know when you look at that what do you see and it can lead to such a, a different and lovely conversation. Yeah, that, that, you're giving me ideas now because I still have a couple of private clients with dementia um, that I spend time with. And we often will pull something out of a book. And uh, so that would just because color they can always relate to, which would be lovely. Ab- absolutely. Absolutely. That's um, a very difficult uh, condition. Yeah. Okay, Heather, I've admitted my understanding of your talents is outside my knowledge base. Is there anything I didn't ask you that you want listeners to know about what you do? I think um, it's, it's really good in a way that you are honest and have said that you don't really know anything about the Arkashic Records. And many people are exactly like you are. And they think it's extremely woo-woo. Well, I'm a Capricorn and I'm very down to earth and I keep it real, whether that's in meditation or with working with a client that's got an issue. And I don't charge a penny for someone to reach out to me and have a conversation. And if I feel I can help them, then that's great. And if they resonate with me, then we can do the work that's necessary. I can only offer the tools. I can't do it for them. I can clear what's in the way and offer them the tools for the way forward. And if they do what's necessary and they're accountable to me, they get fantastic results. If anyone wants to reach out to me, I'm on Facebook, LinkedIn, Instagram, Twitter, I'm there as Heather Prince or I'm there as the Root Master. They can reach out to me on my website. There are many, many blogs on my website with free information and um, free stuff there. And I have got a freebie bundle for ladies. And in that bundle is forgiving your ex meditation. And a lot of people go, oh, I'll never forgive him. But if you want to carry that bitter pill, the only person you're hurting is yourself. So I feel that that's a great freebie. Also a workbook about feeling lonely, especially when it comes to family times like Christmas and Easter. And then you could be thinking, oh, I'm all on my own. And also affirmations, a, um, a podcast of affirmations of actually I am enough. And the most common thing I find with people is they believe that they're not thin enough. They're not, they're not young enough. They're not tall enough. They're not this enough. And, and it's really important to actually affirm and look in the mirror and say, do you know what? I am enough because we're all born absolutely uniquely perfect. And as we go through life, we kind of have mud 
put on us by the experiences or the traumas or the upset that's happened. And what we need to do is we need to wash that all off and give ourselves a bit of a polish and allow ourselves to shimmer and be proud of who and what we are. Your visuals are perfect for for podcasts. This is great. And I did download your freebie bundle just out of curiosity. So I can attest to, uh, yeah, there's some really valuable stuff in there. You mentioned woo-woo, and I love it when my guests mention woo-woo. Many years ago, I heard a talk by a man called Joe Vitale, and I don't know if you know know of him or not. I do, Dr. Joe Vitale. And he said what woo-woo means to him is that anything's possible. And I I love him. I love him. And I totally agree. Anything is possible. And again, we come back to control and power. You have the power, not somebody up there sitting on a cloud. It's we're part of an energetic source. We are each a spark of that beautiful, huge, shimmering source. And we're each here to shimmer our light, to be who we are, to not compare ourselves with someone else, that it's okay to be us. And I think that he, he's a very wise man. I just, I, I've always remembered that, just that anything, means anything's possible. You've got several courses, therapies that you offer. Could you tell us? I, I do. It's on, it's, on my, it's on my website. I've been promoting because a lot of people haven't trusted their intuition. And again, giving their power away to other people when actually they need to trust their gut. So I have been offering in January how to ignite the power of your intuitive mind. And I've been sharing on social media a free masterclass of three truths of what might be blocking your intuition. And in the month of February, I've been sharing my self-worth course. And you can see this, but your listeners can't. Behind me is when somebody's running on their subconscious, a master program of discordant energy, that's negative energy of unworthiness. I am not worth it. We lose our self-worth. And to build self-worth, we need self-understanding. We need self-acceptance, self-love, self-recognition and self-reflection. So I've got a online course for boosting self-worth that I'm promoting in February. But for any lady listening that's come out of a long-term relationship like I did, and I was with him for 34 years of my life, I met him before I was 16, I've created the stepping stones that helped me and I've called it fearlessly moving forwards method. And that's a 90 days method where we kick off with clearing your Akashic records. And then you do the step-by-step process of regenerating all your selfies and a lot of other stuff thrown in as well, which is things like how to let go of the past, how to break free from obsessive thoughts, cleansing past relationships and cutting the ties meditation. There's workbooks, there's meditations, there's audio podcasts. There's so much in that course that can be done in your own time, but with accountability to me. 
and 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 also get into the root of your why why do you want to do this and you know most people's why is I don't ever want to go through that again before we close you just reminded me that somewhere on your website I saw numerology is that part of this as well um no I don't do numerology but I love the numbers so um today and I don't know when your podcast is going out but we're recording this on the second of the second 22 it's all the twos so I have shared on social media what this means and it it starts again with with self-love you give love to self before you give love to others and that's self-compassion and self-kindness and self-care all of that is important and it's like being on the aeroplane if you don't put the oxygen mask on yourself first you're not going to be of any help to anybody else Wow. (laughs) This has just been really interesting. I really, really, really appreciate it. Okay, before we go, um, I don't think I asked you what your website was. It's www.theroot.com. Perfect. And listeners, I really did find so much to browse and read on Heather's website. So I do recommend you check it out. Um, she's got several books as well as Vibe. The Vibe is, is what we talked about and a whole bunch of other resources as well. As usual, the link will be in the show notes. So be sure to also check out each of the tabs on her menu. Uh, as I say, I, I got lost there for several hours yesterday. If you have comments on today's show, you can leave them where you're listening or at twoboomerwomen.com forward slash join dash the dash conversation feel free to leave stars as they help us grow and hit the subscribe or follow button before you go. And then you'll be notified about future interviews with more of my great guests. If you want to be a guest on podcast or know someone who would, there's an application form at the website too. Heather Prince, thank you so much for being my guest on Two Boomer Women today. Thank you so much, Agnes. It's been a pleasure. So much fun and so informative. Thank you. Have a great rest of the week. And you.